Welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. Over the better part of a decade, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member and now longtime annual pass holders, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. From Disney bounding to pin trading, exclusive items and all the food, we've fully immersed ourselves in the culture that Walt built. We've done it all and have made some great friends and memories over the years. We'll be sitting down with friends and other Disney junkies to share our stories and advice. We'll be your one-stop shop for Disneyland history and trivia and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks. Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disneyland journey with you. This This is is Magic Magic on on Main Street. And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's episode eight. Hola. Hola. We were just listening to the Coco soundtrack, so. For this music we is are my language. Bilingual tonight. We are. We're not. Don't. I know Let's three not set a bad Spanish precedent. <laughs> it's episode eight, everybody. Uh, I'm Sean. I'm Tabitha. And with us, as always, is the man, the colonel, it's Daniel Proc. Dino Proc 95 on Instagram. Boop, boop. We always give him Instagram. <laughs> We're giving him hookups. I know, because he's a wonderful photographer. I hope you as all well. follow him. He's, he's on a good top photographer. of being a great sound engineer for the wonderful Magic on Main Street podcast, he's also a beautiful photographer. He really is. He does weddings, he the does ring. birthdays, quinceaneras. <laughs> I just hit my whole microphone. Uh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, somewhere around this house, Kenzie's with us. She's going to be sharing her hidden Mickey later. Whoop, whoop. And our mascot, Scar the Kitten. Him sleeping on the couch. Good. <laughs> We've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're going to get into some Today in Disneyland history. Some stuff coming up in the news. As always, we'll talk about closures. But something big that we saw the other day, which was pretty awesome. If you haven't seen it yet, we'll share where to get that information on us. Spider-Man animatronic. And that doesn't even do it justice. I got chills. And uh, some Super Bowl stuff. And then we've got merch. There's a new Pandora charm. Mm -hmm. And February's featured artist at Wonderground Gallery. We'll talk about that. If you haven't been to Wonderground, it's a really cool place. And they have some really cool art from local artists and just artists in general that love Disney. Hidden Mickey's with the kid. Talking about some food. Carthay Circle's new menu. Some... uh, Pretty cool new beignets, Uh, Valentine treats. That's coming up soon. And a new item coming to Tropical Hideaway. Our favorite. I love that place so much. And we'll be talking about Sweethearts Night for Disneyland After Dark. That's right. And tonight's big topic is (gasps) all the The Lunar New Year food. I'm excited. We had a chance to get to the uh, Lunar New Year food celebration. We had taken in some of the other stuff that was going on, but the food was something that has been, we've been avoiding. Not for any good reason, just wanted to do it right. So we'll talk about a little about that. Food needs a certain amount of time. You can't just decide you're going to do it and just shove it all in in no. one day. You've got a, a lot of time. You've got to make sure your stomach's prepared. There's yeah. a whole lot of work that goes it's into it. a lot of it. prep. So... That's our show. We'll be back in just a moment. You know, mm-hmm. one thing that we have to talk about coming up pretty quickly here. What? And we have somebody to talk about it with. What? Our friend Disneylandia is going to come back at some point soon and talk about pin trading. What? I know. That's a pretty cool topic. And on the topic of pins, our first sponsor of the night. Yay! Now, these aren't Disneyland official pins, but they They're do have some Disneyland themed pins and some other really cool stuff. It's Cutie Cake Shop on Instagram. They're designing sweet goodies out of Southern California. Good friends of ours. We, they do some really cool work, have some really great pins, uh, little pop culture references in there all over the place. So give them a shout on Instagram, cutie cake shop. Ding. So I'd like to do this thing now. It's something I was thinking about and I had posted something on our Instagram and I just said, Hey, is there something that you would like to hear on our, in, on one of our next episodes? And one of our buddies, Moses. Hi, Momo. Hey, buddy. how are you uh he asked me to say hey buddy so i did (laughs) um so that one's for moses but if there's a shout out i'm gonna start putting up a story every week uh 
put in the question of what you want to hear. Either it's a shout out because remember back in the day you could call into radio stations oh and gosh, you get a shout yes. out on the air. I would like to do that because <laughs> how much fun is that for our listeners? I so Moses. Hey, buddy. Hi, and uh, we've got some other some, we got some suggestions on topics for future shows. So let's keep that thread going. If you guys have anything you'd like to hear, if there's something you'd like us to say on, on the air, we'd be more than happy to do that. Yay. Within reason. Yeah. So keep it clean. Keep it fun. Also. In regards to shout outs, you're remembering something about a message from a listener outside of the U.S. OK, so, yes, possibly. So it may have possibly been, it may have been my sleep brain. It may have actually happened. It was a long day, but I remember seeing like a message preview come through on my phone saying that they were a listener from Spain and that we were helping them learn English by listening to our podcast. I'm really hoping that wasn't a dream because I really think I read that. Well, that's pretty cool because we do have listeners in Spain. Exactly. We have listeners in Spain, Australia, Saudi Arabia. It's crazy. So. If you are, in fact, one of our listeners from Spain. If you sent us a message and then you deleted it because you didn't get a response from us because we're sleepy gusses and we didn't respond fast enough, please send us another to. message. We try to respond as quickly as possible. Yes. Please send us another message. Yes, please do. Please tell me that I'm not losing my mind. Yeah, I don't know how to say please send me another message in Spanish. Um, it is. Hola, como estas? Gracias. For... Escuchar, right? That's thank you for listening. Yes. Por favor, envíame otro mensaje, right? Is that how you say it? Let's go with that. Please send me another message. Or, por favor, envíanos otro mensaje. That's what I just said. Is it? Yep. Okay. Sounded different though. Oh, but, but that one's please send us another message. Ah, sh- sure. It is. Yeah, okay. it is. So anyway. <laughs> Por favor. Let's cut this down. Uh, yeah, if, if you're if you're somebody out there that is listening to us in another in another country and in another language, then please let us know because we would love to hear this story. It's so great. It made me really, really I just want to know why they're listening to us in Spain. To learn English. I love it. Come to Disneyland. Yes. We will talk English and Spanish and we'll figure it out. I have translators. Yes. I will call them right now. Come hang out with us. <laughs> this is this is I'm we're on a journey. Please, if, you, if it's you, leave us a message. Yes. Okay, moving on. So in this week's edition of This Week in Disneyland History, we have some really fun ones. So in 1985, Disney and Lucasfilm reached an agreement for Lucasfilm to develop a new attraction for Disney's theme parks, which was Star Tours. Yay. Very fun. Uh, and also, this is very interesting. I didn't even realize this. So in 1985, Disneyland begins year-round seven days a week operation prior oh, to wow. that they were traditionally closed on mondays and tuesdays during the off season that's so weird i didn't know that the park's being closed yeah it's weird to think about it monday um so in my lifetime they have been closed which is nuts in 2001 diehard disney fans began to line up at 5 p.m on wednesday which was 15 hours before the 8 a.m thursday opening of disney's california adventure park that's crazy so cool. So the next day, that on Thursday at 8 a.m., Disney's second Anaheim Park and eighth theme park in the world, uh, Disney's California Adventure Park officially opened along with its new Grand Californian Hotel. So huh. DCA, yeah, it's pretty cool. DCA was the centerpiece of a $1.4 billion expansion of what is now known as the Disneyland Resort. Before that, it was just Disneyland. That's so weird. Resort did not exist. So 2001. You were working there at that time. I was working there at the time. I actually went on California Screaming. We broke down. Oh. It was a good time. Sounds fun. Not in the loop or anything. So that was good. Uh, Yeah, that would suck so much. Uh, So yeah, so that was in 2001. And the new, it was, it's, it's 67 acres at opening. And it had its own distinct identity separate from Magic Kingdom. And it was divided into three main theme areas. Paradise Pier, Hollywood Pictures Backlot. And Golden State, which is now completely different. Which area was Golden State? Like uh, Grizzly River area? So back when it first opened, it was divided into six sub areas, which were themed around different aspects of California, obviously, in the history. So aviation, which was Condor Flats, National Parks, Grizzly, uh, Grizzly Peak Recreational Area, and agricultural industry, which would be Bountiful Valley Farm, 
And then the wine industry, which is Golden Vine Winery. Okay. Yeah. So that was known as Golden State. So basically the whole right side of the park when you right first Right side of the in. park. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and then the Grand Californian, it was a craftsman style hotel and it resembled a luxury lodge at a Western National Park. It had, I think still does have 751 rooms and it sits where it does now or sat where it does now uh, at the edge of the new park. Little sneak peek. We'll be able to confirm a lot more of this information in the future. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. Yes. So a buddy of mine, this is a really sad story, actually. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. I'm a little bummed out about it, but a buddy of mine just so happened to be staying at the Mickey Mouse penthouse last week and he invited us to come. But it was like, as we've already stated, it is very hard to get to Anaheim during the week for us. We work Monday through Friday, typical nine to five job, sometimes six. Not typical. I mean, I was out on a film shoot that okay, day. Okay, well, so that's not very typical. I wasn't trying to get into your personal stuff that you were doing at work. Yeah. I'm just saying we work long hours an hour and a half away. Yeah. So, so we couldn't really difficult. make it work. I really appreciated the invite. So if I was anybody so is staying at the Disneyland Hotel anytime soon yeah. and would like to give us a tour. I just really wanted to take a couple pictures. <laughs> so thanks, Jed, if you're listening, for uh, helping us out with that. Definitely. Thanks, Jed. Um, uh, last piece of This Week in Disneyland History. The Walt Disney Company in 2006 reacquired the rights to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. He's so cute. So NBC Universal had rights. Um, so they got that back along with sports considerations for ESPN. Which is so funny because they had the rights to it, never did anything with it. No. So weird. Not a thing. What was the point? Give it back. And very quickly, um, Disney made that front portion of California Adventure kind of Oswald theme. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to have him back in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny because the rights were obtained. And I think they talked about this in Imagineering Story, maybe. They talked about it on one of the Disney Plus shows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the rights were obtained as part of a transaction permitting football play-by-play analyst Al Michaels to contract with NBC. Huh. So they traded a sports commentator for a cartoon character. That's got to feel good. It's pretty funny. So that's this week in Disneyland history. Up next, the news. News, news, news. News, news, news. News, news, news. 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 <laughs> Closures uh, to be determined when these guys are opening back up. Snow White Scary Adventures, Haunted Mansion, King Arthur Carousel. Haunted Mansion, though. Oh, they just put up big old tarps in front of the mansion. Yeah. So like, they had completely covering it. They covered the gates with um, kind of like a photo gallery. Yeah. That, it's the same gallery. thing that they had put up around um, Snow White and um, King Arthur's Carousel. Which just is some, neat. Some walls because it's some not history. Yeah. Because it's not just a, a wall. It's there's something you can learn from it. But you notice that they've put up tarps. Yeah, but it, it's it. So the tarp, the tarp that they put up is not just some like ugly old tarp. It's got um, concept art for the mansion on it. In true Disney style. They're not going to put anything ugly. No way, man. Boring. They put tarps up in DCA to cover uh, part of Marvel uh, Avengers Campus. And it doesn't really match the area of. Cars land that it's in, but they don't care as long as it stayed on theme and it didn't show big, ugly beams. They were like, stick it on there. We're fine. (laughs) So needless to say, Haunted Mansion's getting a a facelift. They're not going to do much. They just there's a lot of work to do after that. Beautification Um, process. Yeah. After that, Christmas stuff goes up and down a few times. They've got to make make it look pretty again. So Mm -hmm. Uh, Haunted Mansion, King Arthur Carousel, those are all going to be opening up at a later date to be determined. But uh, Sailing Ship Columbia is closing up this weekend for a few days, just 10th through the 13th. Not a big deal. The Bakery Tour is opening back up on February 11th. Grizzly River Run was completely drained. We got some pictures of that. So that's something that they do differently at uh, California Adventure, though. They leave some things open for the for the guests eyes to see. Yeah. It's not something you see at Disneyland a lot. Mm mm. Uh, But that's going to be opening back up on February 13th, just in time for Valentine's Day. I don't know why, but. I have no That's desire a good idea, until right? it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Jesse's Critter Carousel closing down later this month from February 24th through March 4th. So just a couple weeks. Ooh, some exciting news about Soren was announced. Yeah. So they're bringing back Soren over California. 
for the entire duration. The entire duration of the California Adventure Food and Wine Festival, which is running from February 28th through April 21st. Correct. So they are bringing back my favorite. I I I have an opinion about this attraction. Sean hates Soren over the world. It's just they didn't do that great of a job when you consider how great Soren over California was. Because no matter where you sit, it's not a bad view. I mean, the worst thing about that ride is you're going to see people's feet if you're on the bottom row. Yeah. Or the bottom two rows. Mm-hmm. But with Soarin' Over the World. Everything's they, warped. Everything's warped. They didn't do, they didn't do it right. It's just Eiffel not, Tower is it's the not leaning right. Tower yeah, of it's the Leaning Tower of Eiffel. <laughs> uh, and Soarin' Over California shows my hometown. That's true. The Orange Groves in Camarillo. It does. Which, fun fact were not orange groves at the time. They were, were avocados. Avocado groves. But that's obviously not as visually pleasing. So they changed them to oranges. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not a big fan of Soaring Over the World. So I'm so excited to have Soaring Over California coming back during the Food and Wine Festival. So stoked. Something else that's really cool that has been kind of blowing up this week was, if you haven't seen it, we're going to put up a video of the... Brand new Spider-Man animatronic Spider-Man. that they were testing Spider-Man. out in an undisclosed facility recently. Does whatever a spider can. Now, when we say animatronic, please, please, please go look at this video uh, on our Instagram. This is not just an animatronic. This thing flips and glides through the air as if swinging from a web. And this is what's going to be over the Avengers campus. Disney themselves posted this said they had tested this animatronic out in a, in an undisclosed facility. They have testing grounds for an, uh, Imagineers all over the place. Um, so they're saying guests visiting Disney California Adventure Park in the near future may be able to catch a glimpse of the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man himself swinging above the rooftops of Avengers Campus. So summer 2020, this year, not only are we going to have an amazing new Avengers Campus where you can experience all this great Marvel stuff, you're going to be able to see Spider-Man web slinging above your head above the rooftops i just i can't even i mean as blown away as i was at rise of the resistance i can't even imagine seeing spider-man flying I can't through wrap the air. my head around it i'm just I, we're flipping out a little bit which just they're doing a, a great job imagineers are earning their paychecks man they're seriously kicking butt so uh check it out on our instagram you'll see the spider-man animatronic on there it's it's a trip i love it mm-hmm Super Bowl. Woo. So we watched the Super Bowl. It was a good game. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs and all the fans out there. So sorry for all of the San Francisco 49ers fans. It was a great game and unfortunately didn't come out the win. In the kindest way possible. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I smiled. When um, I did. But Patrick Mahomes was the MVP of the game. And uh, along with Patrick. A 10-year-old Make-A-Wish child from Texas named Nathaniel and 17 other Make-A-Wish kids whose wishes were to attend the Super Bowl extended their magical wishes by visiting Magic Kingdom Park on Monday. I know. So they had all kinds of events and activities planned for Patrick because he was the MVP. And so this year, Disney did it a little bit differently. So, you know, I'm going to Disney World has been a thing since the 80s. It's been a huge campaign for them. Uh, but the inclusion of Make-A-Wish in Disney's Super Bowl campaign this year is an extension of Disney's commitment to deliver comfort and inspiration to children facing serious illnesses. That commitment also includes the just-announced Disney Parks donation of $1 million to Make-A-Wish in honor of Patrick Mahomes as part of the Disney Parks designation as presenting sponsor of the Super Bowl MVP ceremony. That makes me so happy. That's so cool, right? So they brought in all these kids. I mean, they've been partnering with Make-A-Wish for 40 years. And they're, they've they've granted so many wishes through that organization. Uh, but this one was a little bit different because they donated that million dollars. Yeah, um, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money and good for them. Um, but currently, Disney helps grant more than 10,000 wishes each year for children around the world. That makes me smile. I love that, right? That's why we love this place. Yeah. So, yeah. So, congrats to Disney. Congrats to the Kansas City Chiefs. Congrats to Patrick Mahomes. For winning MVP. Great job, guys. Hope you had a good time. What's next? Merchandise. Merchandising. 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 Spaceballs. The license plate frame. What? 
I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what that's from? No. Spaceballs. When yogurt is showing all the merchandise for Spaceballs? Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh, that's a bummer. That's where merchandising comes from. Oh. Good times. The more you know. So, merchandise. I'm I'm about half in with uh all of the retro merch. I dig it. I like most of it. You know what I really liked? No. Those uh platform retro stripe crocs that we saw. Yeah. The Disney, I want me a pair. So Disneyland has this new line and it is called the Wear It Proud Collection. Which is kind of weird, but uh, so it's it's very 70s. It's got like the more uh, earthy colors, so yellows and oranges and tan and uh, like a navy. Also, so I'm I'm in I'm into it. It's fine. I think that the um, the spirit jersey is probably my favorite. I wouldn't wear it because it's white. But yeah. By the way, if anybody out there needs me to model some black shirts that are Disney themed, please let me know because yeah. I'm just I I want black shirts. Everything is. I, I just don't wear any other colors. No. Um, but yeah, so it's fine. But we just saw over at the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout uh, gift shop. Mm-hmm. They've got a whole line of Guardians of the Galaxy retro merch. It's really cute. I like it a lot. So There's the first a, one a white saw, shirt that has the stripes. Yeah. That one's really cute. And they have the same thing in a gray color. They both say Guardians of the Galaxy. They've yeah. got the cute like stripes on the front and on the sleeves i really like it they had a really cool hoodie uh which is white i i don't know i'd still i i'd think about it it's pretty cool so it's got like uh the characters names on there so drax Groot, star lord um gamora and then it also has pictures of them and then like little you know tchotchke kind of stuff so it's like a cassette tape and walkman headphones and pretty cool uh but the one thing that i really enjoyed was there's a gamora tee with kind of like a rainbow style, like scripty yeah, writing. Yeah, that one's cute. Uh, check out our Instagram. It's up there now. Um, you, you'll, you can see what we're talking about. There was a one, two, three, like six or seven items, I think. There was a tank top with like Rocket and Groot on there. And then, of course, a hat that looks like it's straight out of the 70s. So, yeah, <laughs> they, they're doing a lot of retro merch, which is pretty cool. Um, but that's the latest one we saw over the Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout gift shop. They've got cute stuff. I really want it. I'm going to keep hinting to you that I really want that shirt. Yeah, but it, you get a choice now. <laughs> so you got to be, you got to be, uh, you got to be strategic here. Oh, because there's a lot of stuff you want. There is. But what do you want more? Do you want a Gamora tank top or would you rather have a brand new Millennium Falcon Pandora charm? I want the which charm. Just came out. I want Isn't the it charm. beautiful? It's so it. pretty. Yeah. So that just came out and uh, it's, it's gorgeous. Check it out. We'll put up a picture on our Instagram there as well. Um, so if anybody has ever been down to Wonderground gallery at downtown Disney, you'll know that they carry a lot of great art from artists that you typically wouldn't see in the park uh, here and there every once in a while. But for the most part, you see it. It's a little, a lot of it's maybe more retro or more alternative art, uh, but they have a lot of great artists at Wonderground gallery. It's, you know, it's a modern, um, it's a modern art gallery right there in downtown Disney. They have a lot of really great stuff, but we decided might as well talk about it. February's featured artists. They've got a few great, great artists coming through. Uh, Gabby Zapata, she's coming from February 8th and 9th, 15th and 16th, and then 22nd and 23rd from 5 to 9 p.m. And they're usually doing like live demos and signing art and things like that. Uh, one of our favorite artists who created like Hipster Mickey and some of the cool like collage shirts with like the, the more like cutesy, all around cute characters. Um, he also had those Hipster Mickey ears up at Disneyana, the little beanie, the beanie on and the glasses. Um, his name is Jared Mariyama, and he's an amazing artist, and he is probably my favorite. Every time I see something new from him, I've got to have it. Yeah. Um, he's actually going to be at Wonderground Gallery on February 14th, so Valentine's Day, from 6 to 8 p.m. So if you have a sweetheart in your life that likes Jared's work, that might be a good time to go. Agreed. And then kind of rounding out the month, uh, Brittany Lee is going to be there from February 22nd to 
23rd from 1 to 4 p.m. So a lot of great artists that are going to be there. Check them out. And even if you don't get out there by the end of the month, please go check it out for yourself. Because if you're ever looking for anything to hang on your walls that's Disney related, that's a really good spot to go. Yeah. Yeah. So we saw a pretty cool little giveaway. You want to talk about it? Yes. Um, There is this. Yes. So there is a couple on Instagram um, who have a shop called The Magic Factory. Um, Their names are Colt and Emmy. They make really cool custom ears. And a lot of them have like motion to them. Yeah. These are not just like just your typical mini ears. No, they're motorized. Yeah. And they're so cool. Very, very cool. And it looks like they're interchangeable. What they're putting together is crazy. They've got a really cool Instagram page. It's the underscore magic factory. So that they're doing a giveaway that has since ended, but they do these all the time and they're always displaying these really cool ears. So the ones that they've, uh, they were, they were giving away. There was, you know, there was an entry process you had to do on their Instagram page. They're giving away that. And then like, uh, one of those Instax cameras and a gift card and Mm -hmm. they do it right. They know how to do a giveaway, but these ears, they were mad tea party themed. So teacups. So cute. Yeah. So motorized ears with spinning teacups on them. Really cool page, really cool um, product. But the reason I was bringing it up is because I feel like there's such a great opportunity to talk about some of these like third party products. Mm -hmm. So not official Disney merch, uh, but there's so many really talented artists out there that are creating these amazing products. So what we're going to do in the next week or two, we're going to get Alvi to come back Disneylandia. And she's going to talk about some of her favorite uh, Disney shops, Instagram pages, Etsy shops, you know, the independent guys. The ones that are working hard to get you really cool, really, really cool merchandise. Mm-hmm. So this week we'll tell you about Magic Factory. It's the underscore Magic Factory. They have a really cool page. They're definitely not hurting for followers. They're, they've got a really big following. So mm-hmm. check them out. Uh, take a look at their items. Look out for more giveaways. But we're going to talk about this more in the future because I feel like there's so many people out there we can help support. Agreed. Yeah. So last thing I wanted to mention was Valentine's Day. So Disneyland put together a Valentine's Day gift guide for a bunch of different merchandise around the parks, things that would be, that would be perfect for a Valentine's Day gift. But we also had a chance to check out some of the new treats they have in the park. Yeah, cute little boxes of chocolates, little plushy Valentine's Day um, stuffed animals. Yeah, they had a Stitch, they had a Mickey and a Minnie, and then they had a Mickey with a Minnie on a heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, lots of candy. There's a couple box, two different kinds of boxes of like traditional boxes of Valentine's Day heart candies and such. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. We're going to put that in the show notes so you can see what this holiday gift guide is. Um, lots of really cool stuff. Really good ideas for the Disney fan in your life. All the stuff you can buy me. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and that's merch. Up next, Hidden Mickey's with the Kid. We're back with Hidden Mickey's with the kid. Hey, Kenzie. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh. Wonderful. <laughs> Screaming at me. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. So, you have another Hidden Mickey for us. Yes, I do. What attraction is it on? It's on Star Tours. Okay. And we're at in Star Tours. It's in the second room on that big... Yeah, it's like a screen with um, silhouettes of people walking by. So, you're saying in the luggage room? Yeah. Okay. So, the yeah. second room. Okay. Yeah, the second room. And... R2-D2 makes a couple trips uh, back and forth across the screen and on one of his trips and at one point R2-D2 sprouts satellite ears that rotate into round Mickey ears for a few seconds. Cool. So you can't see this all the time then? Yeah, this one's just by chance. Okay. So kind of like the Randall one that you did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, uh, our buddy Cameron, for those of you that listen to the uh, Rise of the Resistance episode cameron who was on with us he he texted me after you had given that hidden mickey of randall Mm -hmm. and he's like oh my gosh i finally saw for the first time so you're helping people out look at you (laughs) this hidden mickey's with the kid thing is working out cool well we'll get ready for next week's 
And thank you so much. You're welcome. Now go to bed. Okay. (laughs) We'll be back. You just ruined her whole night. It is time for everyone's favorite topic. Food. All the food. Always food. It's my favorite thing to talk about. It's my favorite thing to think about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we didn't get a chance to go in for this, but uh, Carthay Circle's back open, the lounge and the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they've got a lot of great stuff on their new winter menu. It looks so yummy. So yummy. So in the lounge, they've got vi- Vietnamese twice cooked beef tacos. That sounds so amazing. good. I know. Uh, duck confit empanadas. I'm not a big Carthay fan flatbread. They've got a good flatbread with Italian sausage, portobello mushroom, broccoli rapini pesto, and mm. Parmesan cheese. Mm. And then also a chicken adobo roll, which sounds phenomenal. I would eat that. Right now. And then their typical, you know, classic cocktails. But uh, they have a great lunch menu also, which you should always start off any meal at Carthay Circle with the biscuits. Cheddar jalapeno biscuits. So they're called the Carthay Signature Fried Biscuits. We've talked about them in the past, but in case you didn't know, they're stuffed with white cheddar, bacon, jalapeno, and they come with an apricot honey butter. And they are heaven. I like them without the honey butter. I like them both ways. I just like them They're in my tummy. Hot and yummy and cheesy and with a little bit of a spice to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for starters on their lunch menu, they've got firecracker duck wings uh, and then a ceviche of citrus marinated cobia. C O B I A. Cobia. Common name black salmon or black kingfish. So, yeah, it's a fish. It's a fish starter. Uh, but then for entrees, they've got a Baja white shrimp. Which sounds really good. It's a Thai dish, so it's you know it's kind of off-putting saying Baja, but it is. It's it's bok choy, garnet yams, and then a Thai basil coconut jalapeno broth. I was just gonna say, I bet there's some coconut in it. Yeah, a lot of Thai so it sounds so good. Uh, but then they've also got Market's best fish. They always have a great fish dish: chicken meatballs with tagliatelle pasta, mm. pan-roasted petite filet mignon, and a Carthay seasonal Angus burger. I've never had a hamburger there. No. I I'd, usually go for the steak because it's who I am yeah. as a person. Well, you know, it's always a to-do when we go. So it's nice to have <laughs> uh, that better option. They've got something called toast appetizers. So it sounds like it's like meats and cheeses with, you know, like, like bread. A like a charcuterie board? Like, yeah. Uh, so shaved prosciutto, goat cheese, walnuts, winter squash, and cranberries. So they got the firecracker duck wings, which we've had, and they're phenomenal. I would eat those and biscuits all day long. Uh, they've got some of the same entrees for the dinner menu, but also they added in maple leaf duck breast, wild mushrooms with ballerine pasta. Mm. Nice little pasta dish. Uh, but then, if you have not tried this out, if you didn't know about it, it's a very cool exclusive experience with Carthay Circle. They have a world of color three-course seasonal menu, so you get basically a meal plus tickets to World of Color in a special seating area. I would love to do that sometime soon. I've done it before in the past, way, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really fun, and the seating area is really nice, and, uh, well, the viewing reserved area, area <laughs> the viewing area is really nice. Um, yeah, pretty cool stuff. So, it's a pretty cool deal. Maybe we have to get out there soon. Agreed. It's never too soon to go back to Carthay Circle. Nope. It's delicious every single day. It's probably my favorite, probably my favorite dining experience at at Disneyland. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's delicious. So this is something that you're going to be really excited about. Yes. I've already researched it and I have put it, I've penciled it into our next trip to Disneyland. What is it? (laughs) Mint chocolate beignets at the mint julep bar. You would. (sighs) They look fantastic. So they're they're the regular the Mickey shaped beignets. Um, they've got like a chocolate filling, mm-hmm. and so I'm not super like stoked about it. Like I, I kind of wish it was like a mint chocolate filling, but from what I read, it's just like a chocolate filling, and it's got kind of like minty pieces that they've rolled the beignet in. Oh, which I mean, it's it's probably not horrible. It's probably so great. like Andy's mints. No, like oh. look, it, it looked like shaved like hard candy pieces. Oh, so I'm not really sure where they're going with it, but I'm gonna give it a try anyway because it's who I am. I'll keep that with you. 
Okay. All but right. it looks really yummy. And beignets don't ever disappoint. So <laughs> I'm not going to try to pretend they do. Another new item they've got uh, is a strawberry sweet cream Valentine's mackerel. Yes, at Clarabelle's. And it's super cute. It's in the shape of a heart and has strawberry buttercream filling and a strawberry compote center. Awesome. And then they also had an ice cream bar, right? Yeah. It's just so they normally they do their their um, hand dipped um, ice cream bars that you can customize. Um, So for Valentine's Day, they're doing a vanilla ice cream bar dipped in dark chocolate Drizzled with milk chocolate and um, like Valentine's color sprinkles. And then they put like a little um, I don't I'm not sure if it's candy or if it's chocolate. I think it's I think it's chocolate. Um, a little heart that has a picture of Mickey and Minnie hugging on it. How cute. It's really cute. That sounds delicious, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I love like, chocolate. I bars. like their I like their ice cream bars they are so good. They're yummy. Um, a new item at Tropical Hideaway. <laughs> That's your jam. So if you've not heard. One of my favorite food items in the park to enjoy. It's not a meal. It's just more of a snack. Uh, they've got great bow. The beef bow. The beef bow at Tropical Hideaway is it's delectable. Uh, but they're introducing a pork lumpia with a sweet and spicy sauce. I love lumpia. So guess who's going to have that this weekend? Me. Just I'll let you share. I'll, let you have some. <laughs> I'll give you some. Uh, but with food... You know, if you've been listening to this from the beginning, you know that we love the food festivals at Disneyland Resort. That's why I'll never lose weight. And the best one that they offer is coming up. It's right around the corner. February 28th in just a few short weeks through April 21st. It's the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. They've got dozens of items of food and wine and beer tasting and uh, beer flight experiences and pairings and all just all kinds of great stuff. Uh, It's going to be bomb. We're going to try to get in there a little bit earlier than we normally do. We'll probably be there like second week. Yeah, but we're going to pair this with another really cool experience. Uh, so we'll be staying on the resort and we're going to be just taking it all in, grabbing Pigging as much of that food as we out, can. out, drinking the drinks. It's going to be great. Yes. So keep an eye out. Keep an ear out for that one. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Food and Wine Festival, February 28th through April 21st. Ooh. Up next, events and entertainment. I had to throw one in there. <laughs> okay. All right. Events and entertainment. We, there's a lot to talk about here, but we're going to keep it a little bit short. So one thing I did want to mention, we had a chance to check out the Royal Swing Big Band Ball at the Royal Theater in Fantasyland. And we saw our one of our favorite bands, Fat Cat Swinger. Uh, they were performing. They, were, they actually had a new singer with them, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, really cool band. A lot of fun swing dancing. They, they do three shows every Saturday. It's not always Fat Cat Swinger. It's other bands. Um, but they're all great. And they do shows at 7.30, 8.45, and 10 o'clock. You'll see a bunch of people out in the theater just swing dancing away and having swing. a blast. Uh, our buddy Cameron was out there this last week, and we saw him. Ran into an old friend. Hi, Michelle. It's good to see you. Um, so, yeah, it was a really good time. And uh, I forget how fun that is. So, we're actually going to go out and we're going to do some swing dancing soon. I have two left feet, so I can't wait. No, it's going to be fun. All you have to do is just let me swing you around like I normally do. It'll yep. be good. That's usually what we do when we go dancing. Yeah. Uh, for all you APs out there, you're going to get a sneak peek this week on February 6th of Onward. at uh, It's actually at the Tomorrowland Theater from 5 to 9 p.m. You're going to get a chance to see uh, if you haven't seen their sneak peeks. They usually do like the first few minutes of the movie and then kind of like a montage of what's to expect, mm-hmm. like a regular trailer. Uh, always a fun time when it comes to those. They do a good job of getting us excited for the new shows. I'm really excited to see Onward. I am, too. I can't wait to see that movie. It looks so stinky. It looks cute. really fun. So and it's such a you. I, I, I'm really excited. I, you know, I get really down on Disney movies because there's been so many remakes lately and it's just not my thing. I'm mm-hmm. so excited to see a brand new concept. It's just something that's really exciting me. So AP sneak peek, <laughs> AP sneak peek of onward February 6th, 5 to 9 PM at Tomorrowland theater. Hooray. Also coming up next week, Disneyland after dark event two night event this time um, for sweethearts night. That'll be Wednesday, February 12th, and Thursday, February 13th, 
But, but February 13th is already sold out. Yeah. So if you were wanting to go, February 12th is now your only option. Yeah. And they're doing a lot of really cool stuff. I heard they're going to do a, moon, a Moonlight Cruise on the Mark Twain. Yes, that's going to be really, really cute. And then the Golden Horseshoe, they're going to be transforming it. Um, it's actually sponsored by D23. Um, they're transforming it into a Tempest Fugit, I think is how you say it. I don't know. I just know it translates into Time Flies um, celebration, which is actually to pay tribute to the theme that Walt and Lillian had for their 30th anniversary party, which was held four days before the park opened in 1955. Oh, fun. That'll be a good time. I might cry. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then they've got character encounters with Disney couples like Tiana and Naveen, Hercules and Meg. And Mickey and Minnie, as always. Mm-hmm. And then there will be a royal princess ball um, out in the courtyard near It's a Small World, where um, a bunch of princesses and princes will be dancing around together. Uh, Aurora and Philip, Jasmine and Aladdin, and Cinderella and Prince Charming. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're going to be doing a lot of photo ops with backgrounds from Tangled, Wally, Lady and the Tramp, and all kinds of other stuff. And they actually have unlimited photo pass for the night of the event, mm-hmm. which is really fun. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, I mean, if you're you're paying this extra money for this event, like it's nice to have some freebies thrown in there. And then I read, I also read that they're going to be giving out like a um, like a little map and um, some sort of like certificate type thing. For it's going to be one per person, so you can't like grab a bunch and like mm. sell them like some people like to do with Disneyland. We don't merch. talk about those people. Don't like it. But yeah, you'll be getting a couple extra little goodies if you decide to go to that event. Yeah. And then they've got a uh, special event merchandise like they did at 80s night. Um, and then that's, they're going to have like a lightweight Sweethearts Night sweater and um, a two piece Sweethearts pin. Yeah. A pin and a few other things. And you know, in true Disneyland fashion, a special fireworks show. Yay. We ready to get down to the nitty gritty? We are. But first, a word from our sponsor. It's not a real sponsor. It's Tabitha. <laughs> I'm a real sponsor. I mean, Burnt Out Designs has been creating wood burned art for a little while now. She's getting better and it's getting great and it's really fun. She did a lot of stuff around Christmas time, but she's offering... 15% off for anybody that uses the code MAGIC15 at checkout. You can find her on Etsy at Burnout Designs with a Z and also on Instagram, Burnout Designs with a Z. Don't forget to use MAGIC15 if you want a custom piece of wood burned art for your home. Really cool stuff. Check it out. Okay, let's get into it. Let's do it. We're going full bore. It's our favorite thing. It's food. So Tabitha and I took a trip into the park this weekend and we did our thing and we experienced all of the Lunar New Year food. Got so, another one of those sip and saver passes. Yes. They're so helpful. They are. They're really, they're really helpful. If you do one of these festivals, do the pass. It's so much more worth it. You would spend twice. You would spend three times as much at minimum if you were buying them individually, right? Yeah, they they're they're priced anywhere between like six se- and nine? seven and nine dollars. Okay. So Yeah, so we paid what was it, thirty nine dollars for an annual pass holder sip and saver. Sip and saver pass. So thirty nine bucks is forty two dollars if you're not an AP, right? Mm-hmm. Forty two and some change. Uh but I mean with that you get six items, so you are saving some money. Mm-hmm. Uh and on top of that, you get to experience all the other Lunar New, Year, Lunar New Year stuff. They got a parade, they've got shows, they've got meet and greets, lots of cultural events, really cool, fun stuff. But with the food, the way they did it this time around, whereas with the Christmas celebration, they had eight carts and then some supporting restaurants. Uh, this time they did only four carts. Mm-hmm. There was also something you could get at L- Lucky Fortune Cookie. Yep. And a couple of different um, meals and a dessert at Pacific Wharf. No, what's it called? Paradise Garden Grill. Paradise Garden Grill. Yeah. But then on top of that, there's also that outdoor vending cart at Paradise Garden that you can get something from. So, yeah. So, so the carts were Longevity Noodle Company, Lucky Eight Lantern and Prosperity Bow and Buns and then Red Dragon Spice Traders. Mm -hmm. But on top of that. Paradise Garden Grill, 
and outdoor vending. And Lucky Fortune Cookie. And Lucky Fortune Cookie. How can I forget Lucky Fortune Cookie? That's where they have our those amazing cook, pot cook, stickers. Cookie or cooker? Is it cookery? Cookie. Is it? Lucky Fortune Cookie, right? Cookery. What? Yeah, I knew that sounded wrong. Wow. Has your whole life changed? Yeah, so Lucky Fortune Cookery, which has my favorite pot stickers. Mm-hmm. So good. Delicious. Um, but we decided to do the sip and saver again, obviously. And we, we only did one this we time. Only we only did one this time. You. We were smart. Because well, we didn't want to have stomach aches. I don't know how smart it was. Well, we I mean, we only bought one, but then we met up with um, some wonderful friends of ours, Jonathan and Fofo, and they ended up buying a couple of things That's that we true. also tried. So all in all, we tried about nine things. So Jonathan and Fofo, thank you for helping us with yes, our adventure. Yes, we appreciate you. Yeah, that was a good time. Um, so what did we get? And Serena. And Serena. Can't you can't forget, forget baby about Serena. So wee wee. Cute little kid. So we got about, we got nine items mm-hmm. all together. What did we get first? Um, at Longevity Noodle Co., we got the vegetable egg roll and the chicken meatballs with lo mein. Yes. So the vegetable egg roll was obviously served hot, but it was served on a bed of cold noodles. Yeah. Chilled noodles. <sighs> Not really my thing. My palate immediately went, ew, why is this cold? The flavor was good. But I, my mouth didn't appreciate the fact that it was cold. But the egg roll was phenomenal. The egg roll was delicious. And it had like this like cilantro cashew sauce on yeah. top. It was good. It worked. It definitely worked. Uh, but I really enjoyed, and I think this might have been my favorite item. I really enjoyed the chicken meatballs. I did too. So it was two chicken meatballs on top of like a little bed of lo mein noodles with like a an Asian slaw. Yeah. I could have done without the slaw. I, most of the time I can do without the slaw. I just but the noodles were so things. flavorful and, you know, they're serving them in these little paper trays. You know, you're not expecting like a piping hot meal. Or, no, you know, yeah, they're, great. they're sitting for a bit, but they were hot. They were delicious. And the chicken meatballs. So bomb diggity juicy chicken can get dry. It was not dry. Form. And that is so crazy to me. Yeah. It was the delicious. fact that they're doing this on a, a massive production scale is insane because they maintained the integrity of the meatball. Yes, I said integrity, integrity of the meatball. Of meatball. Um, and then Lucky Eight Lantern. This one was another really good one. We got the smoked beef bulgogi short rib on a sticky rice patty. And it was delicious <laughs> so and good. so tender. So tender. Uh, if you've ever had beef bulgogi, it was very similar to what you've had before. The spices and the you know the the marinade or whatever they're cooking it in it was very very flavorful very very tender meat and i think the rice patty you know was you know sticky rice i think it was well presented and i think it went really well with the meat very basic dish but so delicious it was so yummy i could eat that right now yeah and I don't do beef very often. I'm more of a chicken guy. Yeah, you don't. I, I like red meat. I like beef dishes. And that was top notch. Yeah, they did a good job with that one. And what was the other thing we got from there? Uh, the peach sojito. What was? Oh, it was, right. It Fofo was a, got that. Yes, it was a drink that Fofo got. It, it's, a, it's a mojito, but with peach. And it has um, like rum in it and Soju? I don't know what that is. It's some type of liquor. There was alcohol in it? Yes, I was an alcoholic oh, beverage. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but and in, in I love peach. I drink peach tea as often as I possibly can because I think it's delicious. And I'm not a big peach fan, but this was really good. And I'm also very, not a mojito fan. No, I'm, I'm really not either. Like, I love like mint chocolate, but yeah. mint in drinks is not really my thing. Yeah, no, it was it was really was flavorful, refreshing. very refreshing. It was especially so after washing bad. down some, you know, Asian food. Yeah, a little salty. Yeah, it was really, really good. <laughs> um, what was the other place we got? Uh, the Oh, uh, Prosperity Bound Buns. Mm-hmm. We had the Char Siu Pork Bao, which was like an open face bao with like meat and jalapenos and it was like pickled onions. Yeah, so it wasn't really like it wasn't a bun. It wasn't a dumpling. It was uh, it was like a taco with you yeah. know, with, with bao uh, or with uh, like dumpling 
with bow bread bow bread there we go <laughs> that's what i'm looking for um yeah and it was yeah served kind of open face i'm not a huge onion fan mm. uh but I think it adds it add it added great flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the meat was so tender, so delicious. The meat was really, really good. That was Serena's favorite. Because that was you guys Serena's stopped eating favorite, it and she ate all of the meat out yeah. of that one. So and Serena's too. Yes, she's she got a good palate on her. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she's not too yet. She's well, too next she's month. close. <laughs> um, and then the last cart that we visited was the Red Dragon Spice Traders. Firecracker chicken wings. The firecracker chicken wings. So we got those from Red Dragon Spice Traders. We we also got the gochujang chicken wings, which is a Korean chicken wing, from the outdoor vending cart over by Paradise Garden Grill. Mm-hmm. Now, we ate these two back to back, and I personally liked the firecracker chicken wings more. Okay. The I liked the flavor more on the firecracker chicken wings as opposed to the gochujang. I think that was the all around consensus. Consensus. Yeah, I think so too. Most people enjoy. It. Not that the other ones were not good. And to be honest, they came from outdoor vanding. They were really hot. They were still flavorful. They were still you know. And they gave good, you like moist five. meat. Yeah, it was a For huge serving. A little ticket. Like. Yeah, and most of the carts you'll find with these sip and savers, they're almost like. Tasters. Uh, tasters are like um, small plates, tapas, tapas, like tapas size, you know, smaller. But yeah, the, this outdoor vending cart had full portions of chicken wings. We had enough food to go around. Yeah, because it again, fed me, you, Jonathan, Fofo and Serena for adults <laughs> and a toddler. Um, so, yeah, so I personally like the firecracker wings better. The gochujang ones were great, too. Just not as good to me. Um, but they did have and I just I love an almond cookie. They're good. I don't know what it is. They're always dry and just <laughs> flat, but just so good. They're just enough sweetness. Well, it's kind of like shortbread cookies. Yeah. I, I think it's like a, you know, an Asian version of that. Uh, so really good almond cookies. Those actually came out from the outdoor vending cart as well. Mm-hmm. But the last thing that we got, which this is so bizarre for me <laughs> to say this, but this was probably one of my favorite desserts of all of the, the food events that they've had. Sean doesn't like tropical fruits. I don't. I like I like pineapple. That's about that's as it. Far as I don't really know. dig anything else. And I don't ever really see you eating actual pineapple. I will see you eating pineapple flavored. Things. I do like real pineapple though. I'll eat like pineapple chunks or pineapple rings. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I don't like tropical fruits. Yeah, like so like mango, mango and passion and fruit. passion fruit, all that. I just I don't. It's not my thing. However, those two things were a part of this dessert from Paradise Garden Grill, and it was a mango mousse with a center of... It was like a passion fruit compote center. Oh, so good. It was really, really good. And then in the mousse, there was like full chunks of mango. Yeah. And it was served on top of like a, a vanilla um, like sponge cake type of thing. Yeah. It was very, very thin. Very so you, thin. you barely tasted that at all. It was mostly the mango flavor and... Oh my gosh. So it was light. It was refreshing. It wasn't very heavy. It was just. Yeah, no. It was a really good flavor. I I like chocolate desserts. Chocolate is my jam. I love, I love chocolate. But a lot of times when I eat it, I I feel very like. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't walk out of that feeling weighed down. No, not at all. Really good flavor. So yummy. Um, Which is, you know, it's kind of funny because I'm, I don't really like mango, but in the past couple of weeks, I've had two mango treats that were really good what was the other mango it was that um toydarian swirl from batu right which is the mango uh mango chunks in the green milk speaking of you and jonathan said you guys were going to get another one and you passed it right up to go get your black spire hot chocolate you hear that jonathan i guess we got to do another toydarian swirl (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know Jonathan is out there listening. He's a wonderful friend of ours and he's so supportive of the show and he knows the show's inside and out. I love it so much and I love you, buddy. And I thank you so much. Uh, another shout out there. Yay. Um, which it's so funny. We've had some really cool uh, encounters with people listening to the show. Uh, somebody posted on our YouTube because last week's episode was really long. It was like it was two hours long. Very long. And somebody actually commented, yay, two hour episode. I'm so excited. I was like, whoa, that's cool. And that's uh, Loey Mouse on Instagram. Aww. She's great. She's been so supportive also. So kind of sneak those into the food segment. 
couple of things that I wish we had tried that we didn't try. Uh, so one of them is at Longevity Noodle Co., the Black Sesame Mochi Donut. I keep that's like one of like the most Instagrammed desserts yeah. that I've seen yeah. since Lunar New Year has started. Like yeah. if you search like the Disneyland Lunar New Year hashtag, like people are posting so many pictures of that donut. And oh, but there was something else that we tried to get, but they were out. Ugh, the mango pineapple pastry. That's right. Which <sighs> maybe this one that we got, the mango mousse, maybe that was just the better dessert. I hope karma. so. Because the other one, it was supposed to be a pineapple jelly with diced mango inside like a pastry puff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I, I mean, I, we, we got <laughs> The mousse really good, was amazing. The mousse was great. Uh, and the food that we got was so good. We were also told by, again, Jonathan, do not get the Mickey Chinese hot dog bun. Yes. He, was <laughs> he made very, us promise that we and were then not going to get it. He sent us the saddest picture of this thing. <laughs> it was just, just super it's bland just a looking. It's Mickey pretzel with hot dogs shoved into it yeah. in random spots. It doesn't like, look good at all. So we avoided they, that one. It looks like they Thanks meant for well. The heads up. Um, but here's the good news about all the food. So it is coming to an end soon. However, you still have this entire week. So if you're listening to it right now and it's before February 9th. Sunday. You can Sunday still get in and go. Day. The Sip and Saver Pass is still a thing. There the is still no be excuses. There. There's no excuses to not get in there and get this food. It's delicious. Uh, but Because we've only got a couple weeks to recover before we're eating again. I know. So get it in now. You've mm-hmm. got this whole weekend to do it. Get it in. It's delicious. Take our advice and get the ones we got or try something new and share with us the the experience you had with that food. Somebody, I need somebody to try the Vietnamese cold brew and tell me how it is because I love coffee. And if it's good enough and I hear from you before Saturday, I'm going to get one on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So let us know how that one is. Um, but that brings us to the end of the food segment. We did it. I know Lunar New Year is in the bag for us. We are going to do a little bit more this weekend um, just because it's still going to be there. And I'm going to see if it's I a can fun swoop experience. up on that mango pineapple. But yeah, maybe we can get in there for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the good news is you can still experience it, get into the parks, um, and then keep an eye out. Keep listening for our updates on the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. Yes. Oh, it's going to be so good. I can't wait. So excited. Mm-hmm. And speaking of food. And great food and great treats. That brings us to the last sponsor of the night. You heard about them in the last couple episodes. It's Sugar Crush Bake Shop. Yummy, 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 yummy. They're great friends. And Damaris has just such a great eye for design on her treats. She does a bunch of really cool cakes. But she also has a really good palette for what she's putting out there. Great flavors, great treats, really super awesome. Dam is actually a Le Cordon Bleu graduate. And she's whisking up treats for all types of events. For inquiries, you can email her at sugarcrushbakeshop at hotmail.com or check out her designs and all the cool stuff that they've going on, they have going on, like this really cool Valentine's Day offering at sugarcrushbakeshop underscore on Instagram. We'll be right back with Quote of the Week. Quote of the Week. Quote of the Week. You know who I found out is like a huge fan of Disney? Laura Scott from K Earth 101, one of their DJs. She's there uh, 10 to 3 on weekdays, but she's like super into Disney. That's cool. So I followed her on Instagram. Hi, Laura. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were in the park, and one of my friends came up, somebody I've known for a long time, kind of Instagram friends. And she said, Oh my gosh, I love the podcast. It's been so much fun. My favorite part is the quote of the week. So, Sarah. This one's for you. Okay, so this one, I was actually looking for this quote because I have an opinion on how best to experience Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. So one thing that I don't, you know, I, it doesn't bother me because I don't know every person's situation, but, and I know some people have certain, you know, aspects of their genetic makeup that don't allow for everything that you can experience Disneyland. Nobody experiences it the same way. But when I see people wearing earbuds or headphones in the park, one, I will assume that they need them and it's fine. But second, I go, you don't need that, you know, unless it's a medical thing, obviously. But 
there is so, and this is really advice too, when coming off the tail of a, of a quote, Disneyland was created in a way that visually, audibly, uh, autolaryngeally, that's your nose and your throat. <laughs> so Disneyland was designed for the five senses. You're going to see really cool things. You're going to hear really cool things, feel, smell, taste. But the sound thing is something that a lot of people may take for granted when I see people walking around with headphones on. So, you know, with visuals, it was designed to where it looks like the buildings are bigger than they are. And, you know, there's trees everywhere to make it look more, you know, uh, safe. But the sound thing is something that I think people can really take for granted. Disneyland was designed with a soundtrack. So when you come in, you should be experiencing the park with all the sights and sounds that are going on around you. So on Main Street, it's more, you know, jolly music. In Tomorrowland, you're going to hear, you know, announcements that sound like you're kind of on a, you know, in a spaceport. Uh, Batu, you, you would think you're on a different planet because you're hearing all these different sounds of different types of animals and different announcements from like the Rebellion and also the First Order. So really... If you're walking around Disneyland with a pair of headphones in, you're really doing yourself a disservice because you're not experiencing Disneyland to its fullest. You're not seeing it with the sound. You're not hearing it with the sights. You're not smelling the smells and tasting the tastes. So my advice would be take it all in. Take every single sense for, uh, for what it's worth in the park. Listen to the sounds. See what you have to see. Taste everything. We like the taste part, obviously. Um, but the reason I'm... And that's the reason I came with to the conclusion of using this quote this week, uh, because Disneyland isn't for real world. It's not to go in and take a phone call from your work. It's not to go in and listen to the newest, you know, hip hop album or whatever. It's they Sound take like care such of an old man. I, I do. And, and it's <laughs> not because I'm being a curmudgeon. It's just I feel bad when I know how experiential Disneyland is and people aren't hearing everything that I'm hearing. You know, I just want everybody to enjoy it the same way that I do because it's, I don't, I feel like it's more fun that way. So, that being said, very long winded approach to this quote, which is I don't want the public to see the world they live in while they're in the park. I want to feel they're in another world. And I feel like they've been doing such a great job of that from the day it opened. And especially with this new Galaxy's Edge land, uh, and then the new land coming into California adventure with Avengers, uh, Avengers campus. Like this is, you're in another world. You're in another place. You're not, in, you're not in Anaheim, California anymore. You're, you know, you're in this, this great new adventurous world. So that was a little bit preachy, but you know, I feel like Disneyland has a lot to offer. So take it all in. You're paying a lot of money for it. You might as well get the best out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can listen to your music outside of the park, but on that note, We've made it to the end. Goodbye. Another <laughs> another episode on the books. This is episode eight. We're at like a couple thousand downloads at this point. Whoop, whoop. It's crazy. I can't believe we're doing this. It's so much fun. And it's not work. It doesn't feel like it's a grind. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're going to start a podcast. It's a grind. It's not really. I mean, it's it's a lot of work to, you know, get all the information we're going to put out there for whatever merch and blah, blah, blah. But it's not a job. This is fun. We're doing this anyway. So we're excited to be able to share this with you. So thank you so much for joining us. This is a great adventure and you're a part of it. And we really appreciate it. If you have any comments or questions, or if you want to share your story or you want to get a shout out, just uh, hit us up at magiconmainstreetpod at gmail.com. Also follow us on Instagram. You can find us on at magiconmainpod. Let me know if you want a rap horn just for you. Like that. Yeah. Um, we're also in the process of designing our website and that's going to be up fairly soon. Hopefully by the next episode, you'll be able to see that. But on that note, uh, this is something that we're putting our, a lot of our time and energy into, and we're putting a little bit of money into it. So if you would consider possibly becoming one of our Patreon subscribers, we've got a handful now and we're so appreciative of them. But if you have any interest for as little as $2 a month, You'll get early access and you'll never have to listen to an ad ever. Uh, you'll also get some free goodies with some of the tiers. So check it out and find out more information at patreon.com slash magic on main street. Also, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review and help us spread some love with the rest of the world. All your Disney lovers in your life. Um, 
and let us take some of the work off your hands. We've got a calendar. Check out our show notes. You'll be able to subscribe to our calendar. It's got all of the events coming up, anything special at the parks. It's all on there. You don't even have to write anything down. We've got it covered for you. So that being said, on behalf of Tabitha, Daniel, Scar, and myself, thank you so much. Truly, thank you so much for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. We'll see you real soon. Bye. And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future.